Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. On today's episode, Joshua talks more about the mental construct. This is an idea that is based on how you see your world. It's your set of beliefs, your desires, your past experiences, what people have told you. It's this idea that there's a certain way that you are and that you operate in your reality and that in this rigid mental construct you have, it's quite limited. So as you ascend, as your vibration raises, that mental construct becomes more clear and there are more possibilities open to you, more freedom, more abundance, those sort of things. So our mental construct changes when we have new experiences. When you open up to more possibilities, when you push past more fear, you open that mental construct and you see things completely differently than you saw them before. When you start to see things differently or see yourself from a higher perspective, then these more, uh, these more opportunities and these more ideas and possibilities are now available to you. So that when you receive inspiration, you're not saying, oh, I could never do that. You're saying, well, that's a possibility. I could do that. You have all the choices available to you in every moment. It's when you have a very rigid mental construct, when you're holding on tightly to your belief system, that certain possibilities don't seem to be available to you. You just can't do those things. I'm not capable. I don't have enough money or time or whatever it is. But this is never true. So what we're doing as we're ascending, whether you're doing any of the courses or whether you're just listening to the podcast or reading the books or any of that stuff, you're starting to open up that mental construct. In fact, your mental construct is open enough to understand what Josh was talking about, and that's very rare. Most people have such a rigid mental construct, they find themselves really limited in many areas of their life. And what we're doing is we're looking at ourselves from this higher perspective, and we're seeing that any possibility is available, that we don't have to abide by certain choices, we don't have to care so much about what people think, we can actually push past fear and act on more inspiration and this leads to a more improved and malleable mental construct so i think you'll find this episode amazing uh, we have an exciting new program going on it's a mastermind group of business professionals and business owners uh, if you have a business or if you're a business professional i'm working with jerry mastelon who's the ceo of a big cosmetics company and i have my entire life experience of being an entrepreneur. We're going to get together as this group. It's going to be a small group, maybe 10 to 20 people. And we're going to form this mastermind group. We'll have um, courses that we do that are specific to business and professional development. We'll have a weekly call where we help each other in our businesses to incorporate Joshua's teachings and actually make it so that we are unique in our fields. There will be no one else like you. When you combine what you do with Joshua's teachings, you become one of one. And in that, you become highly effective. So we're going to start this in a week or so, a couple weeks. So if you'd like to get more information on that, just send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. I'll also be sending out a mass email. So if you're on the list, you'll get that as well. But uh, if this sounds interesting to you, if you have any like tingles or inspiration, definitely send me an e email and I'll send you all the information. Okay, great. Well, without any further ado, let's get started. We're thrilled to be here. So if you were to start on your journey of self-discovery today, you would start with a 
very clear mental construct in that because you're coming in fresh for today, you would leap into that body and you would be available to anything that occurs to you in the moment. You'd have no limitations, you would feel free and abundant. And so what we'd like you to think about is putting a box on the table in front of you, opening the lid of that box and placing all your past experiences, all the experiences you've ever had in your life up to this point, put them all into that box, empty them out of your memory banks and throw them into the box. And you'll notice that along with them come a lot of your limiting beliefs and a lot of your empowering beliefs and a lot of things you believe to be true and a lot of things you believe to be false. All those beliefs are now in that box. And now whatever's left over, take out those limiting beliefs that didn't come through experiences but maybe came through what people told you. Put those in the box and put every idea in the box and everything that you've learned in the box and close the lid on the box. And then now you will have a free, clear, open mental construct. With this mental construct, you will have this desire to have experiences because the experiences then will add to that clear, empty mental construct. And there will be no limitations on you. You can be, have, and do anything you want. You will have no real preferences, no real desires because none of those have been birthed before. They have yet to be birthed. And you'll notice when you have your first experience, you might judge that as a good experience or a bad experience, and that experience will be added to your mental construct. You might notice that you think that was a wrong thing that happened, and so you'll birth a desire to prevent that from happening in the future or to get you into some other state of being or some other position. As you have these experiences, you start to form an identity about yourself. That identity will be useful in this journey of self-discovery, but that identity will be used mainly, that persona will be used mainly to get what you think you lack, to get love from others, to get them to like you, to get them to love you, to get them to respect you. You'll go on this journey of sifting and sorting, adding to that mental construct, always adding experiences and beliefs and ideals and preferences and desires into that box, and soon it will become much like it is now. Because within you is this intention to explore, this intention to sift and sort through physical reality, to move towards more love by having all these expansive experiences. And so from your non-physical idea of who you are, you are open to all possibilities. And because you're not completely wrapped up in the illusion of physical reality, you're open to any possibility, any emotion. Nothing is off limits to you. Nothing is really seen as good or bad. Everything is an expansive experience and it's all good. But from the human perspective, you'll want to gravitate towards the things you think you lack or gravitate towards the things you think you prefer or gravitate towards the things you think would make you happy while living a human experience. And so you'll notice that this preset of ideas and desires and beliefs and experiences that you had all along your life up to this point is really the thing that's driving you forward. And so this mental construct that you've established throughout your whole life is responsible for the decisions you make and the choices you make and the reality that you attract because in essence it is your idea of yourself within physical reality. That's your vibration. That vibration is then sent out into the universe. The universe responds with a perfect mirror to how you think about yourself. So there's nothing you have to be, do, or have other than refine that mental construct so that it is more open to new possibilities. Now, many humans will go along perceiving that their idea of reality is true. 
that who they think they are is who they are. That any idea that conflicts with their belief system is not to be engaged in. And so they tend to reference or refer to ideologies and thoughts and other people's beliefs that conform to their mental construct. And of course, this is limiting because it doesn't allow that mental construct to change. They never address their limiting beliefs. They never think about what they believe in or what they're doing or why they're doing these things or even what they truly want. They're always going along trying to eke out something out of their reality that they feel they lack or that they feel is wrong or bad. And in the state of duality, they're always judging this. Is this person good or bad? Is this idea good or bad? Is that event good or bad? Is this thought that's coming to me now, is that being created from and manufactured in the mind itself, in the brain itself? Am I able to come up with new ideas? Am I able to make choices that are based outside of that mental construct? They're not thinking about these things, and so the mental construct tends to become more entrenched as they get older. But if you were to understand your true freedom, your true limitless nature, the fact that you're fully abundant in the now, that you actually have no problems that can't be addressed once you rise above them to see that they're simply a reflection of how you're being and how you're feeling about yourself. And if you could endeavor to feel more, to feel more about what it is to be human in this physical body, what are these feelings actually coming to me? And what feelings do I really want to explore? And if you open it up to not trying to get what you think you lack out of your reality, but to experience more and more depth of feeling, depth of connection, depth of love, depth of adventure, these ideas that might seem scary to you because you perceive that loss, rejection, failure are real things, and you may not want to go to places where those triggers may be activated within you so that you feel negative emotion, you realize the motion itself is neither negative or positive, it's just your habit of judgment. That's all it is. And if you realize that when you're in a situation that you're triggered and you're feeling this intense negative emotion, it's nothing serious happening there. It's just the emotion you came for. And these emotions are guidance, of course, but they're not to be afraid of. They're not to be feared whatsoever. So the next time that you feel yourself being triggered, realize it's due to that mental construct. And there's nothing wrong with the emotion. There's nothing wrong with the event that occurred. It's just pointing out that that mental construct, which is attracting the reality that you're experiencing right now, is a little bit more limited, a little bit more restrictive. And it's not allowing you to joyfully experience this life that you intended to experience or to joyfully expand within these experiences. If you understand that physical reality is simply a platform for growth and expansion, and that you can either grow and expand in suffering and discontentment or in joy and satisfaction, you'll realize that you have to assess those belief systems and rearrange that mental construct. As soon as you do rearrange that mental construct, as you do clear it out of the old ideologies and the old limiting beliefs, you'll notice that your vibration raises. And then the evidence of that will show up in your life as more calm, more happy feelings, more excited ideas, more inspiration, more new people, more opportunities to explore, more expansive experiences in joy rather than the old list of manifestation events that kept coming and coming and coming, revolving around the same old thing and the same old thing. Well, there's a pattern 
And these same old manifestation events will keep coming along until you address the limiting beliefs. Once you address those limiting beliefs, then those manifestation events aren't necessary because they're simply designed to point out those limiting beliefs. As you soften those limiting beliefs by processing them, you'll notice that you'll start to feel better. And this is the evidence that your vibration is raising. That evidence showing up time and time again over a period of time will launch you into a new vibrational level, a new vibrational reality. Now that new vibrational reality is more free and more abundant. Not that it's actually more free and more abundant, it's just that you'll notice it's more free and abundant because freedom and abundance are inherent in the system of physical reality. Now does that idea make sense to you? That along with time and space, freedom and abundance are part of the fabric of this physical reality. Well, if you think about your journey of self-discovery, it wouldn't be much of a journey of self-discovery without time and space. Time allows you to have experiences over a course of time. And space allows you to move around within that time. So it's these dimensions that allow for self-discovery, allow for the life that you're living. And that life you're living, no matter how you're living it, in fear or in love, is expansive. Since this is a platform of expansion, time and space are necessary. They do not exist in the non-physical because the non-physical is not a platform for the birthing of desires and the creations. Once you've created something in physical reality, then it becomes available in the non-physical. Prior to life, prior to physical reality, there was not much going on in the non-physical. It was pleasant. It felt good. You felt connected. It was wonderful, but there's no context. So physical reality was created, you came here to sift and sort and explore, and everything you've created in your life, all the experiences, all of the expansion, that's added to the fabric of all that is and is available to be experienced in the non-physical. Those experiences then are mostly based in fear, mostly limited, but when you go to this limitless idea of who you are and expand in joy and love, and bring in brand new creations that have never been thought of before. That's very interesting and exciting and enjoyable in the non-physical. You can enjoy those things here. You can enjoy all the expansive experiences here, but they come from inspiration. Because from the non-physical, from that neutral point of view, your inner self, source itself, your guides and supporters, they can see how to move you forward in joy, just as you intended prior to your birth. They can see it from that higher perspective. Once you get hooked into your inner self, once you get acting on inspiration, this is what's gonna lead you to everything you want. Of course, you'll have to push past fear. Of course, the inspired ideas will always bump up against limiting beliefs. Of course, that will always be there. But those limiting beliefs do not have the power to stop you if you are able to push past that fear. When you're able to push past that fear on a consistent basis, you'll be moving to higher and higher and higher dimensions of joy, abundance, and freedom. Because abundance and freedom, like space and time, are inherent qualities for the expansive experience that physical reality provides. Think about that. Think about the freedom and abundance that is inherent in this reality. If you're not seeing freedom and abundance, it's because you're not raising your vibration high enough. As soon as you start raising your vibration, you'll notice it. I can make that choice. I can make that decision. I can push past fear. I can receive everything I need to explore anything I want to explore in physical reality when I need it. That's freedom and abundance. You have it within you. 
Now's the time to see it. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you would like to talk about. Who would like to start? Well, I have a question. Susie. I was wondering lately, like I'm noticing that there's a, more and more people getting tattooed. And I'm kind of wondering, it, it seems to, to me like an urge, like in an addiction. There's more and more people and it's like so popular. And once they get started, they go on and on and keep on getting tattooed. So I'd like your point of view about that. Every possible thing that you could do in physical reality, you can do in fear or in love. When you look at something from your perspective and you say, why would anyone do something like that? Well, from your perspective, it would be in fear, in a sort of a judgment that that's not what I would do. I don't know why people are doing it. But from the perspective of the individual, it's part of their journey of self-discovery. They could be exploring in fear and have an urge to change something about their physical appearance. And then they could be thinking that the tattoo or cosmetic surgery or even clothing or even dieting and exercise, whatever this is, could be done in fear to change what they perceive is faulty about their physical appearance. But they could do that in love as well. They could be inspired to express themselves. And this could be an easy way to express yourself or a fun way to express yourself. Because there's not the stigma around it as there was in the past, it's available to anyone. And then there'll be those who want to jump on the bandwagon and try and be like everyone else. They think, oh, so-and-so is doing it or this celebrity has done this and this celebrity thinks it's good, so I'll do it as well. For every possible thing that's going on in physical reality, there will be those that are coming in from a state of fear and those will be coming in from a state of love. But it's open to everyone to have that experience. It doesn't matter what the subject is. It could be anything. It could be anything in the world. Any invention, any book, any fad that's going on. Some people come in from the perspective of fear, trying to change their conditions, trying to improve their conditions, trying to fix what's wrong. Or some can just be coming at it because they're inspired, because they're having fun, they enjoy the idea, and they can express themselves through it. Everything has the potential for all possible explorations in physical reality, every single subject. And the beauty of it is that that subject can be completely explored by more and more people because every single person who's ever gotten a tattoo has had a unique experience of that tattoo. They're unique, their body's unique, and that tattoo, even though it might be common, has been applied in a unique way with a unique vibration. Then when they think about themselves with the tattoo, they could say, oh, this makes me look cool, or this makes me look attractive, or this makes me look unique. And they could really enjoy it, or they could regret it. I wish I never had that done. I can't believe I tattooed my wife's name on there, and now we're not married anymore. It could be all these different things. But generally speaking, in today's society, the more and more people are doing it are coming from a position of love. This is who I am, this is how I express myself, and this is how I show my uniqueness to the world. Yeah, I heard a couple of Chandler who said that it does have an effect on the energy field. Is that true? Every single thing you do has an effect on the energy field. But it's not the effect of the tattoo on the skin. It's the effect of the perception of the human who perceives himself in a new way. So imagine the human goes into the tattoo parlor, picks out a tattoo, has it applied. 
as they're having applied, they're having second thoughts, they're getting nervous about it, and when it's done, they don't think it's good. Now there's nothing they can do with it. Now imagine they come in and they're completely inspired, they walk right in, the best tattoo artist happens to be available, usually booked up for months, sits down, there's no pain, it's absolutely beautiful, and they love it. They show it proudly, they can't imagine anything better, that's gonna affect their energy field as well. But the same thing is true of whatever you're wearing, or any jewelry you buy, or how your hair is done. All of it affects your energy field based in your perception of yourself. If something you're wearing doesn't feel good on you, it's going to lower that energy field because your perception of yourself and your reality is dropping down a few notches. If you're wearing something beautiful, if it looks fantastic, if it fits right, if you feel beautiful in it, it's going to affect your energy field because your perception of yourself has been raised a few notches. Now, all of you have had experiences where you've gotten ready to go out, you look fabulous, you go out and you have this confidence, you meet these new people, you have this fun time, or conversely, you don't feel good in your body, you don't like what you're wearing, your hair is a mess, you're sort of grumpy, you go out and you're not having such a good time. All of that is your energy field. The tattoo itself is irrelevant. The clothes themselves are irrelevant. It's always, always, always your perception of yourself in the moment which is your vibration, communicated as your vibration to the universe, and the universe just easily, effortlessly creates a reality that reflects that vibration or that opinion of yourself. So, do you need to do anything? Do you need to get your haircut to feel better? Do you need to wear nice clothes to feel better? Do you need to have an education to feel better? Or could you just feel better? Well, a lot of people like to use things to feel better because they're unaware of the practice of processing limiting beliefs. They're unaware of how manifestation events work and what they're trying to point out and discovering their limiting beliefs. They're unaware of this process. They're unaware that the entire reality is a reflection of how they're feeling about themselves. They don't even know about vibration. They don't even realize the law of attraction is always at work, always creating the next reality that reflects that vibration in every single moment. If you cleared up that vibration, if you cleared up that mental construct, if you took out those experiences that you labeled as wrong, put them on your table, and saw them in a new way from a higher perspective and realized that that event had to happen, and then instead of saying, that happened to me, you say, that happened for me, and you really believe that, and you really understand this from this higher perspective of who you truly are and why you're here, and what your journey is. If you look at any aspect of you, your personality, your body, your family, and you say, oh yeah, I chose that because that would enable me to travel this expansive journey of self-discovery just as I intended prior to my birth. That's why my body looks like this. That's why the family I have is like this. That's why all the aspects of my personality, my talents, my attributes, my intelligence are this way. They had to be this way. That's why I have these interests, because that set up led me or created this trajectory that led me to where I am now. I wouldn't have it any other way. That's how you feel good in your life, by realizing every single experience you've ever had was perfect.
Every single belief you have now is perfect. Where you are now is perfect. All you have to do is say, all right, let's rearrange this mental construct a bit. Let's look at these things I think are wrong or bad, and let's get neutral with them. Let's see how they actually are good. Let's see how everything is perfect. Let's see how I designed this entire life perfectly. And now let's move forward in joy, looking at every single thing from the neutral perspective of ease and joy and calm and peace and realization that everything is always working out for me. When you can look at everything from the higher perspective, well, you just change your perception of yourself within your reality, which means you've raised your vibration. And now you can expect to be launched to a quantum level vibration where you have never been before. In that vibration, your thought process is completely different. What you used to think is wrong or bad or what you were afraid of is now cleared out. You're not afraid of that anymore. You're not worried about it anymore. You have more confidence. You have more ease. You have much more clarity. And when you have clarity, you will look back and say, why did I think that was wrong? This is perfect. I can see how it's perfect. I can see how it's perfect for the people who are exploring it. I can see how it's perfect that I no longer need to explore that anymore. I can see how this, is, this whole system is working to bring everyone from fear to love. And you'll see that other people are in fear. That's okay. You've risen above that. But now that you see that they're in fear, you don't worry about it because they have no effect on you. They cannot create your reality. You can let them go ahead and do whatever they're inspired to do or whatever they're urged to do. It doesn't matter to you. All you have to realize is at this place of ease and joy where I am now, I still have a few limiting beliefs and I'm still going to have a few manifestation events, but they're not going to affect me the way they did before. And in a manifestation event, if you can realize in the middle of it, oh, this isn't really happening to me. This is just triggering a limiting belief that I have not worked on yet. It may be a core limiting belief. Gary just had a massive manifestation event last night. And the core limiting belief was the same old thing, the same old thing he's processed before and processed before. And now it's coming up in new ways that he didn't see before. And he was able to stop it after a little bit of frustration and a little bit of complaining, a little bit of cursing. And he realized just that no one else sees what he sees. It's not apparent to anyone else what he's going through, that he believes this to be true, which is not true. And he's realizing that and saying, yes, that same old thing, I got caught up in that again. But instead of lingering in it for a day or two or longer, he cleared it up in a short while and he was back to a more neutral position. Now, he's gone through a pretty massive upgrade, a pretty massive shift in dimensions. Things are changing in him. He has these new inspirations and these new ideas that are flowing through like crazy. And he has to get used to this because when you make a leap to another dimension, that dimension will feel off to you. You will feel a little bit of fear in that dimension. You'll feel uneasiness and negative emotion without there being a source of this. You'll have nothing to look at and say, this is why I feel bad, or this is why I feel uneasy, or this is why I feel anxious. It'll seem like the same dimension that you've always been in or that you were in previously, but somehow you aren't caught up to this dimension. And so it takes a few days when each of you are doing this work and you're going through things and you've started to look at life differently, you'll be launched into a new dimension that is more free, more abundant, more expansive than ever before, exactly where you want to go, but you're going to have to get your 
sea legs there. You'll have to get your stability. You'll have to play around with it and not be too frustrated, but realize that at this newer level that seems exactly the same as the previous one, it's open to so many more possibilities. This is why as you go through this experience and change your mental construct, change it from that highly, highly, highly limited construct that you had coming in into the last couple years of this work that you've been doing, whether it's with another teacher or another subject, you've been raising your vibration. You get to a point here and everything is new because you've done the work and things will feel a little shaky at first, but then you'll realize where you are and you'll realize that you've come up to another level altogether. Wow, very interesting. I have a last request. Is it possible to have new meditation on neutrality, authenticity, love and acceptance? Yes. Okay, that's great, thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Hi, Joshua. It's Andrea. Andrea. Hi. So I have a question, um, and it's, I think it's part of all of this as well, is that um, my experience in the fourth week of self-discovery has been like a whole bunch of stuff coming at me all at once. It's all around needing others to be a certain way, and it's not new, and it's intellectually I know that it's I know what it is intellectually I guess my question is is that kind of the design of the ascension experience is this culmination of all those things that those really strong limiting beliefs to break through I don't even know where to break through other than possibly just to keep on doing the um, you know, uncovering the limiting beliefs and just going deeper than I normally do. Cause I, I tend to like stop at a certain point and not push really, really push through. But would that be accurate to say? The, the programming of your society is conformity in order to keep people feeling safe. The truth of this entire planetary system, this entire habitation of humans is uniqueness. Every single person on the planet is unique. Everyone has something they're here to explore that's unique. Every experience and every perception of reality is unique. Yet they're told to conform. You have to act this way. You have to be this way. If you're bad, you'll be punished. If you're good, you'll be rewarded. But they good and bad is subjective. And if you're exploring something that is not socially respected, you're going to have a tough time of it. If you are talking about these teachings to your friends and family, you might have a tough time of it. They might not agree with you. They might want you to be different than you are. And you're so used to conforming to their wishes and expecting them to conform to you. You just think this is the way it is. Imagine a reality or imagine a time where everyone was celebrated for who they are and what they were interested in doing. And everyone would assist those who were in fear and would help each other along, knowing that you have your own path. You still may be exploring fear or exploring the inauthentic version. 
for you to feel safe, you'll want people to behave a certain way. And when they don't, it'll trigger that conformity limiting belief. And then you might be really limiting who you are because you don't want to step out of conformity. You don't want to risk the rejection or the judgment of other people. But since you're so unique, and since you're ascending at such a rapid rate, you'll have to let that go. You'll have to let that go. Every one of you has the same issue. You've all been raised in the society, programmed in the society, your mental construct contains this idea of proper, respectable behavior. But now you're realizing it's totally limiting. It's not free. It's not abundant. You can't do what you really want to do because of this rule and that rule and that social construct. The pandemic is a perfect example of this. Some of you were confined to your rooms like you were children. Some of you were rebelling against that like you were children. You were having all these different experiences. You were operating because the environment got a little scary there. And so you acted on some urges or you complained or or you had manifestation events within that. This is a sign that the evolution of the planet is rapidly increasing because no longer is it appropriate for you to listen to anyone other than you. You have all the information you need. You have all the inspiration you need. You will start having all the intuition you need and all the other empathic abilities you need to explore what you came here to explore, to become who you truly are, to discover who you truly are. As you're going through this experience, you're raising that vibration and perception of yourself and you're noticing things that trigger limiting beliefs. And you're going back to the old way, how come they can't just be normal? How come they can't just fall in line? As you break free of these self-imposed limitations and you notice that others are doing these different kinds of things, you'll celebrate their uniqueness. They will not cause you fear because they cannot create your reality. They can influence you by triggering limiting beliefs, but you don't have to succumb to that or perceive that that negative emotion you're feeling is a result of their actions. It's not. If you are aware of something, even if you're aware of some incident that's happened on the other side of the world that everyone's calling a tragedy, if that shows up in your reality, on your newsfeed, for instance, and you feel a response to it, if you feel a negative response to it or a negative emotion, it's because you're still in a bit of fear judging that event. If you feel terrible emotion about it, well, you're in a little bit more fear judging that event as wrong or bad. If you look at it from the higher perspective and are able to say, this is all working to lead everyone to more love, and those who are involved in it are exploring fear for themselves because it was necessary for their own journey towards more love. When you look at it from a timeline, not of a decade, not of a century, not of a human lifespan, but of the evolution of humans on the planet from eons ago until now, you'll realize everything's getting better and better and better. Everything's always getting better. And with it getting better, there's more opportunities for connection and information flow and abundance 
and an exploration of, of abundance and freedom and joy, but it's all moving towards this state of neutrality. Now you're just getting to this idea of neutrality now. Who else is? Is there anyone you know outside of this community who's investigating this crazy idea of being neutral is where all your power is, is who you truly are, is perfectly aligned with your intentions, is this broad idea that is so creative because in this state of neutrality where you are not attached to outcomes or preferences or desires or ideals or judgment of any kind, you'll find that there's very little fear there. Without the fear, fear of not getting what I want as a desire or preference or an ideal or an outcome, that fear's not there. Fear of stepping into something you don't want, that fear's not there. You're neutral. In that, you receive inspiration. And without the fear, it's much easier to push past and, and take some action. This then leads you on your journey to more authenticity, to more of who you truly are. Moves you into a dimension that doesn't have all the fear in it. You've told the universe, I'm opting out of this fear. And so the universe comes back and puts you into a dimension where there's less fear of the old stuff. There might be more fear about authenticity and deliberate creation and standing in your authority, residual mental construct, limiting beliefs, that sort of thing. But that old fear suddenly goes away. It's as if the planet is transformed because you've stepped into a new vibration. That's what you're going through. There's nothing you have to do other than choose your perspective when you see anything. So you see someone who does something you don't like. Do you have an example? Um, yeah, my daughter. <clears throat> so my 24-year-old daughter has come to stay just for a couple of weeks. And I just notice her like complete, <laughs> like in the world of 3D, I, she's so self-absorbed. It's like everything is about her. She will, you know, my, my niece is staying with me as well, who just adores her, of course. And they both are soccer players, but my niece is 15 and she's like right in the thick of it. And, and Kristen is like left for the weekend and doesn't even say goodbye, like just walks out the door. She said goodbye to me. Um, my, my niece was in the shower, but it's like, she just doesn't. And I notice, like, I just notice myself, like, and I get it's coming from my upbringing and society about, you know, what is acceptable and what is polite and what is kind. So it, it makes me afraid because I know that I do that with my, my mom. And I think that's what is coming up for me is like how to be a good girl is back again. And it's really loud, like really loud. Excellent. So we'll say as you ascend, you are moving from that self-absorption, which means that you expect your reality to give you what you lack. And so you're taking and taking and taking from this reality and all humans have done this to some extent because their perception is the reality exists out there 
and they need to get as much money, as much love, and as much friendship, as much respect, as many things as they can to fill up what's missing inside. But in your case, you've come on this ascension, and you're starting to realize that you're the source of it all, and that you are here to express love to every aspect of your reality, which means express acceptance to it. So you've come out of this self-absorption phase and into this giving phase, out of expecting to receive that which you lack and moving into this idea of yourself as fully abundant, flowing source through you to every aspect of your reality. Now you notice when others are behaving like maybe you used to behave in the past. And this is uncomfortable because you know that you've created this mental construct now that's so much more free and abundant and it's so much more clear about who you are and how this reality works. And then you look at someone who has no clue and you say, oh, if you only knew what I knew, you would bypass all of this experience of suffering and discontentment and dissatisfaction and you could get to where I am now. And because it's someone who's close to you, you wish you could go snap your fingers and let them snap out of it literally because you can see they're in a fog. That's all it is. Their perception of reality is flawed. Everyone else's. They're in fear. You are starting to see the fear in others now. That fear in others is not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just a perception of reality that's based in an illusion of false premise. I'm an individual, everyone is separate from me. Not true, you're all connected. I need to eke out something out of my reality so that I can feel good. Not at all, you have everything you need to explore whatever you need to explore. You seeing her in some areas explore victimhood and manifestation events come. This then reinforces those limiting beliefs and more manifestation events come and more come and more come and she'll try and figure it out and sift and sort and change things up and be a different way until she realizes that form of control and fear cannot work. And then maybe your little snippets of everything's happening for you, not happening to you, might get through. But you can't determine the pace. Now, you know that she came here to be in physical reality with you because she knew that you would be further along your trajectory, even though she's coming in at a higher vibration. Is she emotionally sensitive? Yes, definitely. This gives her a chance to really feel her emotions and to really notice what works and doesn't work. It's also an indication of an older soul and a higher vibration that is ready for transformation from the victim to the creator. Of course, she's still young and will be sifting and sorting for a little while, but she'll come around. Now, how do you know she'll come around? Because she could not possibly be in your reality if she did not have the intention to move exponentially further along her journey of self-discovery to possibly discover who she is in this lifetime and how best to serve her, one who is an example right there in her family. The same is true of your niece. The same is true of almost every single person you know. 
if they are bumping up in your reality, they are on the verge of awakening. And you and all of you, with all the people in your lives, support them by simply being the example of alignment that you are becoming. No rush to become that. You don't have to do it in every moment. But when you can be inspired to be this example of alignment, when they're out of alignment, instead of being in fear and judgment of their exploration, you'll be of great service and value to them, just as you intended both of you prior to your birth. Thank you. Who's next? I would go. Thank Audrey. Uh, one of my participants um, had a funny uh, manifestation event. Uh, one night he went to see his uh, bank account on the, the uh, internet with his right code and everything. And when he was uh, in front of the, the page, it, it said uh, your account had been uh, closed. He was really upset, so he didn't, um, how do you say, uh, do his um, manifestation form. And then he had a bad uh, sleep. And well, with our group, we talk about the, uh, we change our re reality every second. And he said, do you think, Audrey, that I changed my reality, my dimension, just for this event? Because the, the day after, it was all right. Is that was all right? So, do you is that a quick change of reality, or is it a, a manifestation to uh, wake up something in his uh, mind? Let's say this is a perfect example. So let's assume that he was in front of his computer. Mm -hmm. So what was he looking on the screen? Was he looking actually at his bank account, or was he looking at a bunch of pixels that formed into a visual representation? of a bunch of ones and zeros in some computer file on some server somewhere in the world. So what was he really looking at? Was he actually looking at the money in his account or a representation of that money in his account? Imagine that you had your computer screen and next to it you had $10,000 in cash on your table. If the computer screen is representing anything, do you think that it's easier to confuse the mind with a different representation on a computer screen or the $10,000 on the, on the table. The $10,000 on the tables is exactly the same. It's a representation of a vibration, the vibration of $10,000 and what it means to that person. That vibration of the $10,000 in bills on the table is an icon, just as the representation of the bank account is an icon on the computer screen. It's no different. Now, you can play with the money and you can count it and you can hold it in your hands. So maybe it's a little bit more tangible and maybe you believe it a little bit more, but your belief about it moving in and out of your reality is sort of similar. If you think about experiences or manifestation events that are created so that some person can go and find a limiting belief, isn't it just as easy to tweak a computer screen? I think so. And isn't it easier for the person to believe that they went into a dimension back out of a dimension? But it's simply alerting him to the fact that he had a limiting belief about abundance and security and mm -hmm. trust yeah. and his idea of himself and his reality. Mm 
So that limiting belief for him, it had to be addressed. Because mm -hmm. if he's holding on tightly to this idea that, oh, there's money in the bank, therefore I'm secure, he's not going to be able to push past the fear for the inspiration that's ready to come to him. Mm. Now that's true of all of you. Here's how manifestation mm -hmm. events work. You exist with this mental construct. In that mental construct is a limiting belief. You exist with an intention to expand to another level so that you can get closer to a desire or become a vibrational match to a desire that will further you along in your journey of self-discovery. So let's just make it very simple. You have a desire to buy a new house. The way that you think you're going to buy the house, let's imagine you think, oh, I can only pay cash for this house, so I have to save up enough money to pay cash for the house. Imagine a person who doesn't believe in financing, doesn't believe in a mortgage, doesn't believe he can qualify for the loan, has this mental construct of non-belief and thinks that the only way to buy a house is to save up all the cash. A manifestation event has to come to point out that this is a limiting belief. The manifestation event is engineered so that the individual has an opportunity to process that limiting belief or to look at things a different way. So the universe elaborately creates an event where the person is gonna change their mental construct. Construct A says, you have to pay cash for a house. Mortgages are bad. It's too expensive for the financing. You won't be able to make the payment, whatever it is. To mental construct B, mortgages are fine. It's part of the process. No big deal. You can do it. You'll qualify. And an event will happen. Now, this event could be judged as negative by the person or positive. They may meet someone, maybe a mortgage broker, who will explain it to them, change their mental construct, so they're inspired to buy a house that they just see, and suddenly, oh, they don't have enough cash for it, but now they can get a mortgage. And then buy the house that is on their journey of self-discovery. You see how your inner selves and the entire system of physical reality is organizing all of these things. So when you have a manifestation event, it just means that there's one limiting belief that's preventing you from acting on certain inspiration. Why? Because the inspiration's coming and somehow you're blocking it or you're not able to push past the fear to take the action you're inspired to take. Until you process that limiting belief, you can't move forward or you can't become a vibrational match to the desire you have. So the manifestation event is simply coming. Now, the manifestation event comes first as a thought. So your friend had the thought, oh, if I lose my money, I'm going to feel insecure again. He didn't pay attention to the limiting belief there because that statement is false. The money doesn't make you secure. Your understanding of your power and your self-sovereignty and who you are, that makes you secure. The money has nothing to do with it. You're already secure. You're creating your own reality. You could not be more secure. You're eternal. You're on this journey just as you intended. There's nothing that can happen to you. Everything that happens is for you. If he had processed that limiting belief in that thought stage, that glitch in the computer would never have happened. Mm. But he didn't process it then. So what's the next easiest thing possibly to happen? a glitch on the computer, as long as he processes that first limiting belief. Imagine that you go into your bank account, it's closed, and you think, all my money's gone. That's, that's what he thought. <laughs> and then you lay in bed, and you start to process it. Well, will I be okay? Okay, well, I can maybe borrow some money over here, or I can 
you know, I'm going to get my year-end bonus and that'll be okay, or somebody owes me some money, I can get some from there, or I, my, my health and my job and myself and my family, I still have all these things, it'll all be okay. The bank will probably correct it in the morning, it's probably just a mistake. You see how processing those limiting beliefs is the work to do. Then he processed the limiting beliefs by thinking these thoughts that he's still okay. He's not dead. Nothing bad has actually happened. It's just a mistake. They'll clear it up in the morning. That work that he did caused him to re-enter the dimension where he was. Did anything actually happen on the computer screen? Did anything ever happen? Or did he just see it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did he just perceive it? And this is what we want to point out. This is no more real than the computer screen with a picture of it. Mm. It's simply vibration. When you learn to understand that it's just a representation of a feeling, that's all it is. And if you can look at everything, it's just a representation. And that representation is unique to you and you have the authority to view it from any perspective you choose, an empowering perspective or a limiting perspective. That's it. You have full authority. So don't take anything so seriously. It's just a representation. It's just a vibration. And no vibration is static. This is changing a billion times a second, constantly changing. It happens to vibrate with the laws of the universe, with the laws of physics, with the time-space reality that you live in, but there's nothing real about it. It's just vibration. If you were to return to the non-physical, you would just see this as vibration. You would know what this is. You think this is a glass of water. That's all you think it is. You wouldn't understand where the water comes from, where the molecules are, how the glass was made, the history of that glass, all the information contained in the entire glass is there in vibration. You're just getting a tiny little snippet. Oh, glass of water. Why? Because you're gonna need some water along the way. That's one of the requirements. And so, this is a representation of something that you'll need, water, throughout the day. This is a representation of a microphone, of a computer screen. We wouldn't believe that we could have this conversation without this device. So this device enables us to, to alter our set of beliefs. Now it's no thing at all to connect with hundreds of people at the same time, all on video, in perfect timing and perfect video and perfect sound, everyone understanding the same thing, recorded so other people can listen to it later. That belief structure did not exist 20 years ago or 30 years ago. No one would have believed this would happen would be true. They would think it was science fiction. Now it's just normal everyday life because our mental constructs have changed. In the beginning of this, people had great difficulty with Zoom. Thanks to the pandemic, everyone got good at Zoom. Now there's no problems. There's no glitches. Everyone's internet seems to be working perfectly. Everyone's video seems to be working perfectly. That was not that way a year ago or two years ago because everyone's mental construct has risen to the vibration of perfection and neutrality. That's the power of altering your mental construct. You're all doing the work to shift that mental construct now. So expect that your belief system is going to radically change. Expect that 
what you used to be like, you will see in representation of other people. And you will see what you were doing before and who you were. And you will wish that they had what you have. You will know that if they could alter their mental construct to be as clear as yours and to see things with such clarity and ease and to get so much closer to this vibration of neutrality where you're receiving inspiration and empathic abilities, if they could just get there, but they won't listen. Oh, why won't they listen? Because their mental construct will not allow this information at this time. They're still exploring in fear. But if they're around you and you're being an example of alignment and they bump up against you and they may get a little bit curious about what you're saying here and you may be inspired to offer some words of wisdom when they're ready, not because you think they need it because they're in fear, but when they're happy and having a good time and you're inspired to offer a word of wisdom, that will take them through their influence, you influencing them. You didn't create the reality, but they saw you and that influenced their belief system or altered their mental construct just a bit that the vibration of exploration for who they truly are becomes activated just a little more and they start receiving inspiration. Listen to this podcast, watch this video, buy this book, talk to this person again. And they start their journey of self-discovery. If you think about when you started your journey of self-discovery consciously, Gary realized that all through his 20s and 30s, he was interested in motivation and there were inspirational things within the motivation and he gravitated towards that because that was that vibration of exploration of who he truly is at that time. And then in his 40s, he did a little bit more spiritual stuff and then found the secret and found Abraham and then went on this rapid ascension. When we came through, he realized that really it, didn't, it had been there all along, but it started at about age 50. At age 50, imagine if it really started at age 25. Well, that's not better or worse. It's just those years would have been a little bit easier, a little bit calmer. But he needed to go through those years to get here. Everything worked out perfectly. But there are those coming in at younger ages and younger ages. And in the near future, not that long from now, when this has reached critical mass and people are starting to understand who they truly are and their uniqueness and their authenticity, there'll be those who are inspired to aid small children when they're just starting out because those small children will come in with this very strong intention to understand this system when they're young. And there'll be this support system for them, not for everyone, but some of the younger ones. And they'll be so open to all these ideas and they'll catch on to this idea of authenticity, neutrality, and deliberate creation right away. They will be the ones that change everything. And with that, we are complete. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you very much. Oh, bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. I hope you really enjoyed that one. Uh, as you are aware, your mental construct really frames your perception of yourself within your reality. As you allow that mental construct to be more malleable and accept new ideas and don't hold on to limiting beliefs, 
then you really start to see things for the truth. And it's so funny because these experiences come along and sometimes we want to avoid them because we think our mental construct keeps us safe. In actuality, it just keeps us limited. The more we expand that mental construct, the more possibilities are available to us. And you know, then new experiences come in. It's really amazing. So my mental construct has completely changed over the last nine years I've been doing Joshua. Those people in the Ascension Experience, the boot camp, their mental construct radically changes. If you can think about like in the army going through boot camp, you come in thinking one way about yourself and you leave thinking another way about yourself. You're more capable. You can you know, do that stuff. So this is why the army has boot camps. Or even think about going to college. You come in with one mental construct and you graduate. You're a completely different person with a whole new uh, outlook on life. So this is what we want to do because as we expand our mental construct, we see ourselves more clearly. And once you see yourself more clearly, all those limitations just fall away. And your life in every area gets more spectacular than you can imagine. One way to we're working to change the mental construct is through the Ascension Experience. We have a new program a new group going through on Monday. Check that out on the website at uh, theteachingsofjoshua.com. If you want to speak to me about that, I'd love to talk to you and tell you all about it. It's fantastic. In fact, the first group that started 18 months ago or so is now heading into the last and final uh, course, which is deliberate creation. Uh, there's 13 courses altogether. It's, you know, you can start at alignment, which is the first course or any of the first three or four courses. It doesn't matter. Uh, so take a look at that and see what interests you and definitely send me an email if you'd like to get together. Also, if you want information on the mastermind for business professionals that we have starting, it's a 15 week course. It's in depth and it is all of us helping each other to expand in our professions, to let go of our limitations, to radically transform our mental construct in the area of career and to uh, approach career and business in love and acceptance. This is a hands-on group. We're going to have weekly calls. We're going to assist everyone in specifically altering their mental construct around their business or profession so that they can live in joy and ease in that area of their life. It'll radically transform that area of your life for you, and that is a guarantee. Uh, everything we do here is guaranteed, so you have nothing to lose. Send me an email, and we'll get together, and I'll tell you all about it at garybodley at gmail.com. Other than that, please like and subscribe and share this with your friends like you always do. And if you can leave a review, nothing is better than that. So we appreciate everything you do, and I hope you have a great week. Bye.